Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. This podcast is produced on Anchor, where you can record, edit, and publish all from your smartphone. You can find the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast platforms. Stepping to the batter's box. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Today is our first weekly recap show for the week of June 15th through June 19th. And in this episode as well, we're going to give you of the following week to come. I am joined in studio by Clark University Pitching Coach, Andrew Redman. Andrew Redman, welcome back to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me again. Excited to talk about the first week of high school baseball. Let's get it going. All right. We're going to start off with the team records for week one. The Hempstead Mustangs came out firing on all cylinders with a 2-0 record. The senior Rams after week one are 0-2. The Wallert Catholic Golden Eagles ranked 8th in 3A, stunned a ranked Cedar Rapids Prairie team. They are 2-1 overall. The Western Dubuque Bobcats battling through tons of injuries, ranked 6th in 4A, finished the week at 2-2. The Beckman Blazers, who are ranked 7th in 2A, Finished the week 5-1, and and the Cascade Cougars ended the week at 1-2. Andrew Redman, when you went to games this week, what were some things that stood out to you while you were watching the games? Yeah, so I was able to catch the WD versus Waller game and then the senior versus Hempstead game Monday, Tuesday for those. Uh, You know, Monday, definitely, you can tell it was the first game of the year. Uh, you know, it, it just looked like um, it, it, guys just weren't as prepared just with the two weeks. That's all they were given was the two weeks. I know there were some guys that were able to do a little bit more during the quarantine. Um, but, you know, WD put up a put up a five spot. I think it was a five to one game. Um, is that right, Nick? Yeah. Five to one game. So, you know, they did a good job. Uh I think Cal Harris, he, he was hurt in that game. He talked about the injuries. Cal Harris was hurt in that game. Um, got good news, though, which is great. It sounds like he'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, but, yeah, you can definitely tell that first game there were some jitters in there for the Waller team that's young. And then the, the Hempstead and senior game, guys were fired up. Um, obviously, Hempstead took the show, though. I think they, they won by almost a 9 or 10 run margin there. A couple things that stood out to me. I was at those two games as well. I was socially distancing from everybody, sat by myself, um, and and watched the games. And one thing that stood out to me is the assistant coaches, their throws are on point. Hunter Westoff of Western Dubuque, 
Matt Cooksley, Dubuque Hempstead, every single throw they had to make to their pitchers to get them a new sanitized baseball was right in the chest. That's one thing that stood out to me. Another thing that uh, stood out to me is usually it's the opposite. Usually at the start of the season, you see pitchers are ahead of the hitters. I didn't see that this week. I We saw some high numbers on the scoreboards. It seems like the hitters at this point of the season are ahead of the pitchers, and usually it's reversed, and obviously that has to do with the lack of off-season workouts they had. I'm sure some kids probably were working out on their own, some kids probably not, but that's uh, that's what stood out to me. Um, I uh, was overlooking Carl Tebon for my media spot at the Western Dubuque game, and uh, he had Calvin Harris at 94 on the radar gun that first inning, and then we know that he left with some tightness in his elbow. He got a good report there. We're looking forward to seeing Cal back on the field. Now let's touch upon some of those guys that had some good weeks here. So we're going to start with uh, the Dubuque Hempstead Mustangs and some guys that really had a week. You had uh, Devin Udaly on the week, hit five. 71. Zach Sabres hit 429. Audrey Henry came in hitting at 400. Even though the 4th of July celebration has been canceled this year, we did get some early fireworks as Kellen Strohmeyer walked it off with a two-run home run against the Iowa City High Little Hawks at Core Field, giving the Mustangs a 5-4 to four victory. I actually tweeted that video of the walk-off home run and... To this point, it's had over 3,000 views because the baseball bros retweeted me, and that was very cool to see. For senior, wow, senior put up some crazy stats this week. Ben Hafel hit 714, Cole Smith hit 571. Alex Revel hit 500, and Johnny Blake, that Clark commit, hit 429. When we move on to Wallert, Will Hoffman hit 429, Jack Brogius hit 400, and Tommy Speck, that Illinois recruit, hit 375 on the week. Next, we go to the Western Dubuque Bobcats and... Peyton Quigliano, the lower part of their lineup, hit 455. One thing that stood out to me is Will Birds already has seven stolen bases, that track star going to the University of Northern Iowa. As we move on to Beckman, Nick Oberman hitting 444, Owen Graff hitting 438, and Cameron Craffle ended the week at 417. I apologize if I messed up any of those names. And I am sorry, but I did not pull up Cascade stats for this week. So um, I'm sorry about pulling that up here. But those are some guys that, that had some weeks here. Now, I do want to touch upon who's coming to town. So next week, we have Marcus Morgan coming to town. He will be 
at Hempstead next week, and he is one of the top pitchers in the state of Iowa. He's currently being recruited for three sports, football, basketball, and baseball. And if you listen to the PBR episode, he has one of the most dangerous curveballs, not only in the state of Iowa, but in the whole entire country. So if you have a chance to go check out Marcus Morgan from Iowa City West, do that this week. Last year, he won 10 games as a pitcher, and he did not have any losses. Games of the week. Next week, if you're looking for some baseball to check out, we have an inner city rivalry on Tuesday, June 23rd, as Hempstead takes on Wallert for a varsity doubleheader. That starts at 3.30, and it is at Dick Core Field. On that same day, Tuesday the 23rd, we have the 6th rank Western Dubuque Bobcats. They take on senior at senior for a varsity doubleheader as well. Coach Redman, anything to add any stats that stood out to you? Any players that might be coming to town that you'd like to mention before we go on to our next spot here? Uh, nothing really with player stats. You know, I, I just know, you know, playing 10 years ago, you were always fired up for inner city games, and they're getting those right away this year. So I'm excited to go to some of these games and see uh, these guys compete against uh, inner, city, inner city battles. Yeah, they are, and and there usually was a home and home, but with everything being changed, it seems like teams are are doing the the double headers, and and they're not doing the home at home. One thing that also stood out to me is, um, I really noticed is how crazy uh, Casey Perino's slider looked this week. I mean, I I honestly think it he did not need a catcher that game. His slider looked like a boomerang where he could have thrown that thing, and I think uh, it would probably would have curved uh, curved back to him. Now, what did you <laughs> notice about the pitchers this week? Yeah, touching on Paranow again, what I was impressed with was, I mean, he wasn't really expecting to throw that day. You know, it, Cal, Cal came out in the second inning, and, you know, coach hands Casey the baseball, and he goes the the rest of the six innings, you know, and he, like you said, he was, he was almost unhittable, so... That was really impressive. Uh, Andrew Henry, saw him throw. He looked really good. I think he went four innings, no runs. Um, So those are the two guys that stood out to me this week. Now, I also do in this episode, I do want to touch upon the lower levels. So freshmen, sophomore coaches that are listening to this, we're planning on recording these every Saturday morning and getting them out shortly after. So Freshmen and sophomore coaches, if you have a player at the lower levels that that had a great week or had a great game, uh, shoot me a text message. I reached out to most of you. Send me a DM or a PM, and and we'll plug those kids at the lower levels. We're going to get to our Dude of the Week. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. And I did get some nominations. Some nominations that came in. We had Ben Hafel. I got a nomination for him through Twitter. Got a nomination for Cole Smith through Twitter. Got a nomination of Devin U. Daly through Instagram. 
And also through Twitter, I got Luke Schultz. I believe I'm saying that wrong, but um, also got that notification, that nomination through Twitter as well. So if somebody has a great week, let me know. Coach Redman, I'm going to let you give your dude of the week first. So I believe you have the stats right there in front of me. Who are you nominating I'm sorry, not nominating, but who are you selecting for your dude of the week? I'm going to go with Andrew Henry from Hempstead. Uh, You know, he was 400 at the plate. He only had two hits, but he was on base five times. You know, he walked three times. So he's doing his job. He's getting on base. He's going to have the opportunities to get hits and RBIs in the season. Um, But then, like I said, you know, he went four innings to start out the year against Dubuque Sr. No runs. So just a phenomenal job by him this week, and I anticipate him to keep having a good year there. Yeah, I noticed um, with that Hempstead lineup, they senior pitched around Henry, and um, Rundy made him pay for it in, in the later at bat. I believe he doubled off the uh, right field fence and, and Sabres getting on in front of Henry. Now I am going to go with my dude of the week, Coach Manaman's dude of the week. I am going to go with a guy by the name of Ben Hafel, catcher slash third baseman from Dubuque Senior. And he had quite a week. Um, actually, when you go to the varsity bound, which is the old quick stats, he is actually third in the conference in batting with a 714 batting average. And here's what Ben did this week. He um, had seven total bases. He only struck out one time. He had four RBIs, two doubles. He had five hits in seven at-bats. So that is just a crazy, crazy week for Ben Hafel at the plate. This is going to be a trivia question 20 years from now when we're still doing the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast is who were the first ever dudes of the week? And it was Ben Hafel of Senior and Andrew Henry of Dubuque Hempstead. Coach Redman, before we end this podcast with a 6-4-3 double play, Anything you'd like to add coming up, or are we good to go? I think we're good. Like like you, you know, and, and like most people in Dubuque, we're just excited there's baseball. So I'm excited to, to watch an entire summer worth of high school baseball, and I know the, the players are excited as well. And just like that, 6-4-3, we're out of here. Postgame show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. You can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram by searching Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, find us on Spotify, and subscribe.